Right. If you'd like a voice that's easy, expressive and human, if you want to deliver your words in a way that really makes your listener feel something, you know, and if you want a clearer voice during hay fever season, cold and flu season and even... Yikes, I've sung too loud at a Bon Jovi concert season. (laughs) Then join me for Mouth to Mic. It's my new online voice training programme that comes with its own private community of voice gigs, just like you. For all the info, head over to bit.ly forward slash mouth to mic. That's bit.ly forward slash mouth to mic. It's the Voice Coach Podcast with me, Nick Redman, your own personal voice geek ready to guide you through getting the most out of your speaking voice. If you use your voice for a living as an actor, podcaster, voice artist, speaker or presenter, then this is the podcast for you. Let's crack on. What about you, listener? Thanks for coming back. This episode is answering the age-old question, why does my voice get higher and feel out of my control when I'm nervous or emotional? And I'll tell you for why I'm doing this episode. So recently I did a TikTok. I know, it turns out I'm not too old because I did one and it went viral. I did a viral one. Chaos. Fascinating seeing the comments that come in on a viral TikTok. Not sure I enjoy being there that much, to be honest, but we're going to give it a go. If you're on TikTok, do search me and say nice things uh, to counteract the people that, you know, for example, just slide in the comments and say that I look like Tintin. Anyway, this TikTok was all about why our voice sounds different when we hear it played back and how sometimes that can be difficult to come to terms with. Well, now the first thing was I was so shocked, but maybe not surprised, saddened, I suppose is better, at the amount of people who hate the sound of their voice. It's just awful reading the comments on why. There were also a lot of comments that came back, you know, about people sharing they had bad relationships with their voice due to gender dysmorphia and people hating their voice due to what their family used to say about it or folks who'd even had bad experiences of work because of their vocal tone. I mean, it went on. One comment was about how when they were nervous, their voice was really high and they couldn't seem to lower it. Now, this is something I hear a lot in clients actually who are recording for the first time, that they feel like they lose control over their voice and their expression, their pitch, their clarity, even their breath when the nerves kick in. And not even nerves, sometimes it's just excitement or those moments in conversation where we get a bit emotional and passionate. So I wanted to offer the why for this lack of control and a few things maybe to help you find control again in those moments where the adrenaline is pumping. And that's really the why. So it's adrenaline. When you're in those heightened states of emotion like nerves, fear, in love even, or you're angry, your body sort of starts to think it's in fight or flight mode because the adrenaline's pumping around your body. This is the reaction we get when our body feels under threat in some way, basically, which like back in the day when humans were evolving, when it was like a case of live or die threats, like, I don't know, fighting a woolly, I don't know, fighting a woolly mammoth. (laughs) It made sense. Your body preps you to either flee, fight or freeze for your own safety. Now, these days, though, We can end up in fight or flight due to all kinds of public speaking environments or recording situations. And all of a sudden, the adrenaline response is not required as much 
to keep us alive and it can become a hindrance. One of the main things that happens in fight or flight is tension. So you're being primed for action in some way. This affects your vocal freedom loads, like I've talked about the issues that tension can cause in your voice many a time in this podcast. When you get tense, your breath stops, the muscles involved in voice production get tense. Now, in order to change pitch, your larynx, where the vocal folds are, has to move up and down, tilt around, because voice is movement. But if you're tense, your larynx can't move as freely. So we lose access to pitch range and expression. And often we end up a wee bit higher than we're used to and a feeling like we can't get out of it. So what can you do about it? Right, well, here are three things to do to help either counteract that response in the first place or to help you in that moment of speaking itself. So the first thing is a prep point. If you know you're going to get nervous, do a really good warm up involving loads of stretching of the muscles in the vocal tract. They're the ones that, if tense, will impede the movement of the larynx. So we're talking yawns, tongue stretches, neck release, shoulder rolls, all those bits that will hold the tension when the adrenaline kicks in. So that way, when you get to the moment where you know the nerves are going to come, you've released loads of bits of tension beforehand and it won't have as much of an effect on you. So essentially, do a really feckin' good warm-up and release loads of tension if you know you're going to get nervous. Next thing is in the moment. This will seem really silly, but wherever you're standing or wherever you're seated, wiggle your toes. <laughs> this is a tiny wee thing, but it's brilliant for reminding you that you've got the stability of the floor underneath you and that you're safe and that you're present and that you're not going anywhere. Now, depending on the situation, following that up with a brief body scan to notice any other holding intention in the body and encouraging that to let go can be really helpful too. So if you were waiting to go on stage to present, for example, as you stand there, you can silently work through your body from the ground up, just making yourself aware of tensions and allowing it to release. There are body scan instructions in, I think, episodes eight, which is about posture and voice and episode 12, which is about spine rolls and voice. So if you do need help with a body scan in terms of what the hell it is and what to do, then do check those episodes out. And then the final thing I wanted to suggest is focusing on the out breath. And that can happen as prep, but also in the moment before you speak or record. So just start with a sigh. Just let it all go. Just let your breath come out. And I don't mean a sigh that's like really intense. Just just let your breath go. Like an exasperated sigh or a released relief sigh. That's a great one for if you're caught in the moment of speech and if you feel yourself spiralling and spiralling and getting nervous, maybe you forgot your words or you've been asked a question and you're not sure of the answer, just let your breath go because you'll probably have been holding it. <laughs> and then if the situation allows, so this would be more of a prep thing rather than in the moment, just do some gentle out breaths, either quietly with just the breath, like or with an unvoiced sound like a f for fish or shh. Or if you'd like to bring the voice into it and it can then be part of your warm up, a voiced sound where we get the vocal folds vibrating like a th, 
nice and puffy and chilled, or the v as in vegetable, or z as in zebra. Exhaling regulates the nervous system, so you'll start to feel calmer and a bit more present again. And if you have been holding your breath and you feel like you're struggling to get breath in, which often happens when you're nervous, letting the breath out and then releasing your belly and letting your breath come back in again is incredibly important. (laughs) One needs to breathe. Okay, so just to recap, if you know you get nervous, make sure you do a decent warm-up with lots of stretching in the vocal tract from the shoulders up and the whole body, to be honest. And the next thing was in the moment of speaking itself, if you feel nervous or anxious, wiggle your toes to get some sense of grounding and stability. And then the third thing was focus on the out-breath rather than the in-breath. If you give these wee things a go, then I think you should be able to reduce those moments of feeling like you're trapped in a higher pitch or working with a reduced expressive range. All right, lovely stuff. Hope that helps. Remember to sign up for my newsletter, The Fold, for loads of insights and tips and training opportunities direct to your inbox in a semi-regular, non-intrusive way. You'll find a link to join the fold in the show notes. Bye for now. P.S. Apologies if you could hear some deep breathing in the booth today. There's a dog at my feet. The joys of working from home. (laughs) See you next time. Thanks for listening to the Voice Coach Podcast. For even more tips, tricks, exercises and general crack, head over to our Facebook community, The Voice and Accent Hub. Thanks again.